0: Hello and welcome to the Intentional Healing Podcast. This show will dive deep into the issues that disrupt the lives of BIPOC folk in urban communities. Because guess what? We understand that people from the hood need healing too. We can't always be hard. We just need to be intentional about our healing. I am your host, Veronica Clanton Higgins, and today we are going to be heavy on a self-reflection vibe with my boy, the Compton anchor, Donald Conley. So, self-reflect and chill with us. Let's dig deep with DC. Hey, DC, Donald, all of it. (laughs) Higgins.
1: Remember they so, <laughs> were New Jack City,
0: Miss Hawkins. <laughs> what I mean, about Kevin Hart when he did his comedy special and he said the teacher Miss Green? <laughs> mm-hmm. My mama told me to tell you. <laughs> so, uh, see, we ain't even started yet. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> so Donald, 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 welcome, welcome to the Attentional Healing Podcast. Thank so, you. Um, so the way we have it broken up, we have two healing sessions. So, the first session is all about your identity and how you see yourself and all of the questions are related to that. And then our second healing session is all about reclaiming your power, right? And so since we're looking at self-reflection and connection, um, we'll look at those two different things in different aspects, okay? So, since our mics sound nice, check one. Check one,
1: check check, one.
0: Check one, check one. Um, What we start off with is some questions just to get, You warmed up, let people get to know you a little bit, right? Uh So you ready? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. What's your favorite color? Green. Green? Why green? Color of money. Ah, I like like to
1: wear black, though, as a color choice, like in clothes mostly, Uh but green is probably my favorite color then. 7-Up is my favorite soda. (laughs) I
0: love
1: it. Green. Green.
0: Okay, so what's your favorite song?
1: Gloria by Enchantment. Mm.
0: Why that
1: song? I don't know. It's just one of them songs that just always been like, like in the back of my mind, like since I was a kid. Probably about, I don't know. It's, I, I got a few. That's a hard one, but like that's the one that popped in my head. Like uh, Love Masquerade is another one. Like oh. you know, I got I, you know I got them oldies. You yeah, you know got them mean? oldies going yeah, on. But uh, Gloria, I think, is the one that um. Like 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 hit me, you know what I mean. Like anytime somebody talked to me about like my favorite, that's the first song that pops in my I
0: head. I like that. Yeah. So you know, I love when people tell us their favorite songs because then it makes me want to add it to my playlist unless it's garbage. And I just say, oh, I listen to it. Nah. So, <laughs> so, you know,
1: Gloria though, right? You've heard that song, Gloria by Enchantment. You heard for
0: Gloria. Yeah. Girl, that's oh, that's yeah. a side that reminds me of that other song, "Girl, you know I I love you."
1: Oh, that's that. That's the most agonist. That dude right there was in pain. <laughs> was, that, was that Lenny Williams? <laughs> Lenny, like this is a song by him. And then um, I'm gonna take this Go ahead. Um What's the other dude named? Um Anthony Hamilton?
0: Oh, which one? The Charlene. Charlene. <laughs> them is
1: the two. Like them, them brothers need counseling at that, <laughs> This brother said he didn't <laughs> shave, he ain't <laughs> washed the bed, and then you go back and, and, and Lenny didn't talk to his friend, but his friend ain't telling him. He's like, maybe I ain't been in love. But like I, I said, been in know. love, she put it on Lenny. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what she put on Lenny, but I don't want it. Whatever it was, I don't want it. I don't need it.
0: So out of those two, you'd rather go with Gloria. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go with Gloria. <laughs> I can't stand no begging man. Pause. <laughs> I can't do it. You begging too much, Okay,
0: look. Because, look, we just finished our episode where we lit that feminine and masculine energy, right? Okay. So those men are just more in tune to their vulnerable side.
1: I get it. You could be in tune but You don't got to let the world know. I mean, you should be in tune might with. help
0: somebody because he said he gets lonely.
1: We all get lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I get lonely too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I get it. I'm not going to win this debate, but I'm just saying, that's one of them songs that you should like, and I mean, everybody knows it. When he gets to doing the uh, 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 you can be in a room with a hundred people and I guarantee you 99% of them will go uh, oh, oh, right along with him.
0: But what if that song was a complete freestyle? What if he just went in the studio and just like, just start singing? I bet he did. Yeah, because that sound like a freestyle song because he said, "Then I cry? I was like, woo!
1: I wonder, wonder, like, a lot of times, do these guys have any idea, like, they got a hit on their Hands. like you know mm. like, like like you know like I when they when, they when they play yeah. it back like oh that's him you mm. know like i don't know what if, well, if he don't even
0: like that song because he remember the space he was in when he made it facts uh, i
1: hate that bitch uh, i mean
0: okay yeah, yeah. So, oh she's stained too okay so <laughs> <laughs>
1: She really got to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, her pH is off. So Ooh. when we talk about movies, some beet juice.
1: <laughs> 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 all right, I'm done.
0: Okay, <laughs> what's your favorite movie?
1: <laughs> oh shoot, King of New York.
0: Mm. Why King of New York?
1: Uh, I think because King of New York like predates everything. You know, uh, Boys in the Hood predates New Jack City. Predates all. That. I mean, and I mean, it's, it came after Scarface, but I was a little bit too young for Scarface. Mm-hmm. So I remember my cousin sneaking me to the movie to go see it, but I didn't get it. I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand. I, was, you know, I didn't know what cocaine, I didn't know none of that was. But <laughs> I was old enough when King of New York came out and, uh, and I like Larry Fishburne like okay. as a young actor. I like that scene when he went there and ordered all the all the, uh, all the the fish. You, you ever seen King of New York? No. You got to watch King of New York. <laughs> it's like a young f- Larry Fishburne. Um, that's where Biggie Smalls got the, when you always talk about the, uh, the black Frank White. Right. So the main character in the King of New York is Frank White. Okay. It's uh, Christopher Walken.
0: Okay. It's funny
1: because I'm horrible with actors' names, but like well, you older this, actors, huh? yeah, I know their names. Okay. But yeah, King of New York is fire, though.
0: Put that on y'all watch list because yeah. we're gonna be on lockdown for a while. So um uh, yeah. yeah. So um King of New York, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, it's cool. And if it's not good, you're gonna get a text message You said, What you got me watching? I think you'll like it. I, I probably like will. Yeah. Is there violence? It's
1: gritty, it's a lot of
0: violence. Okay, it's then I probably like yeah, it. Yeah. Like it's a good way. Violence, controlled violence, if there's such a thing, is a good way to release um aggression Nate and frustration. <laughs> and so <laughs> Shout
1: out to Nate Robinson. <laughs> Hope you feeling better than that, Champ.
0: <laughs> he did his best. Uh, but like I always tell people, find like a rage room. You know how they have those rage rooms? I want
1: to go to one of them. Yeah, things. just
0: to, just to thing, get it out. But here's the thing. I'm
1: not going to pay somebody to destroy some stuff. Like, I'm not going to go to a room. Because I'm, I'm I'm thinking, I'm almost certain mm-hmm. that it's pretty pricey to go in a room.
0: When we could just go find a, oh, okay. I'm not
1: going to go. I mean, Cause you think about it, they gotta restock stuff. It's probably not very. It's
0: probably just trash. We could have <laughs> them come to Compton, get a lot of this stuff that's on the side, take it to the rage all room. The TVs, all of that. Couches, couches, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Okay, that's all they
1: do. They just beat it up and
0: and just uh, do what they do. I'm cool. Okay, what's your sign?
1: Um, my Aries.
0: You are Aries. I'm a,
1: but here's the thing though no, I'm an I'm a Aries on the cusp Cusp, yeah, yeah You're so, on cusp of Pisces, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah My birthday is March 21st That so, explains that a lot So yeah So I got that like That sensitive Irritable Not mm. bowel syndrome But uh, just, you know I'm just like a sensitive I don't know what you would call me. I don't know what like I was, would
0: call it either. i I'm know. sensitive. Just the you, know, you, know, you, know, you, know, you don't know, get, get sensitive. To me, like, nah, nah. Nah,
1: nah I, 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 man. I'm, I'm, I get weird. passionate.
0: I get um, funny. I get ir- uh, irritating. But I'm I
1: irritating. <laughs> like I'm irritating. Like I irritate you. you mean? I
0: knew you was gonna say that. I knew. but I'm messing with you. I'm good with that though. Now, if you irritated me, we would have no conversations. You would go straight to boys' mail. You would just
1: love me to just irritate you more. Not, so
0: that explains, I'm a Taurus. And so. I don't know
1: many Tauruses, I don't think. That's yeah, how you.
0: Yeah, see, when, but I'm a balanced Taurus.
1: How you know? Somebody Cause told I'll, you that?
0: Because I'll hit you, then hug you. So you get both. Who the hell?
1: <laughs> so like my mama. My mama used to do that. She'd whoop my ass and then tell me come and give me a kiss. For ah! what? I'm upset with you.
0: That is true. And you shouldn't have to kiss somebody after they harmed you.
1: She didn't harm me. She just whooping my ass because I was de- disciplining me. What, I well, don't the same that's, as harming me. That, that's
0: harm, sir.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. I probably <laughs> needed more ass whooping <laughs> myself. You guys are just truth.
0: Probably needed more tight yeah, hugs. <laughs> so, what is an interesting fact about you?
1: Ooh. i give you one that's safe. Um,
0: <laughs> Why you say safe?
1: i give you one that's safe. What's Did that I ever tell you with? that I was in the Olympics at 10?
0: No. No, I didn't tell you that? No! So
1: I was in the closing ceremonies of the 1984 Olympics. Doing what? Breakdancing.
0: Get the heck out of here. Remember
1: remember when Lionel Richie was doing uh they did uh, all night long Yeah. with, a, with those few hundred kids. Yeah. yeah, I was one of those kids.
0: Get the heck out of here. Yeah. You remember your moves? uh no did you spin and
1: do yeah i did a little song.
0: okay yeah i just you know what you do not strike me as a dancer you no
1: just- you know i i i, I honestly love dancing as a kid mm-hmm. um so what happened we ended up moving from here from compton mm-hmm. to uh, lakeview terrace for a year my mom was seeing this cat okay and we went out there and uh we stayed out there and that's thank god that was like my entry to break dancing i was already oh. kind of break dancing it was kind of hot then right but I, it got me out of the hood, and it was it was it was like a different. So I remember we uh they had this tryouts for this. Uh, I didn't know what it was for, mm-hmm. but I remember we came out of here for World on Wheels, and I was I was really breaking, you know, going hard, or whatever. And I'm nine at the time, right? And uh, yeah, it was that was the semi, whatever qualifying round to mm-hmm. get to if you were going to be in the Olympics. And it was another trial, okay? And uh, yeah, so I was that they picked me and. It was it was it was, it was cool.
0: Dancing you know DC.
1: Yeah, and, but you know the thing about it is like I came back when we moved back to Compton. Mm-hmm. Sad but true that you know my homeboys wasn't dancing, you know, and that That's wasn't cool. See, so,
0: yeah. but on the, my uncle and them was dancing though on yeah. the east side. They had yeah. their little puff coats and they Adidas. I mean, we we,
1: we, we tried. I, I mean, I remember trying to break the cardboard out and do what right. my, whatever, but. You know, it was a different era at that point in time, and you know, it was by the like, time you came back, yeah, it was like, you know, we, you know, that ain't what we do. We
0: moved on from DMC to NWA. Dope boy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> dope, man, dope, man.
1: dope man, dope man, yeah, that's, uh, that that that's me. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was, was it. I okay. that was supposed to be in my speech.
0: Yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, remember I told, that.
1: They made me take it out. Like, you don't say that. Just,
0: Could copyright. We can't yeah, we have you Oh, that say, was like, true. They
1: probably would have came yeah, at me. Can, yeah,
0: yeah, we got to have clearance for stuff like that on like, TEDx. That's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now right. I'm going to have to listen to Dope Man in the Car. Okay, so what three words describe how you feel right now?
1: Grateful. Um, damn. Um. Ah, that's grateful for one, for sure. I try to just concentrate on the grateful, Mm -hmm. you know, cause then I might say worried. And then somebody that really knows me would be like, why the hell are you saying worried? Cause then, cause uh, what we've been on lately, or not lately, but you know, you can't pray and be worried at the same time.
0: Well, you can, it's just not helpful.
1: Yeah, so let's see, grateful, I'm always fired up. Is that one word?
0: If that's how you feel right now, yeah,
1: I'm always like, like charged, like okay, you know, charged like, up, re- like ready to, you know, ready for everybody. I guess not everybody to see my vision, but like let's like get in the same pace. So I don't know. Um, grateful, charged, mm-hmm. and uh, at the same time, I I just try to just remain humble. Okay, just like just just be as humble as I do. No 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 matter how much I am the shit, i just try to just be like <laughs> humble, like like because I feel like that's more important than. than the the, the the contrary, yeah. like, you you know, you can think you are X, Y, Z, but then 10 other people feel like, you know, and those 10 people could be in a potential position to help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if you you, you feel like you this one way and then right. these people, you know, have an adverse look to you, it's like, so, you know, so I don't really care what people think per se, but at the same time I'm mindful of like how I try to carry myself, you know, but, but that all, uh, I think that,
0: that sounds exhausting.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, vul- it, it, it's vulnerable. You, you know, it's at least a vulnerability. So yeah, it's very, very kind of exhausting. Yeah. It's I like, don't sleep very well. well uh, I, 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 I'm always I yeah, moving. I know. Yeah.
0: yeah always you're a busy body.
1: Yeah.
0: But you know what it is? A lot of people who are busy or can't sleep is because their brains are activated. Because they may have experienced a trauma or experiencing something that they haven't addressed. And so what it is to avoid addressing that, they distract themselves with being busy mm-hmm. or always on the phone or always doing this because it allows them to distract themselves from that for which they are not ready to face.
1: I agree that would be i I I'd try to stay mindful of what's going on and mm-hmm. try to be present, yeah. but I could I could see where, you know, you know, prior experiences have have uh kept me to you know put those walls up and
0: well you've you had know. a lot happen within this year alone, so that could be another thing as well. So oh, yeah.
1: yeah,
0: Yeah. So east side or west side? West. <laughs> thick or thin.
1: I'm thick.
0: <laughs>
1: what? Gotta <laughs> figure
0: it out. You know I threw that in, just for you. <laughs> I always look to the sound engineer when I ask questions because he'd be over there cracking up. So, that's why that east side, west side, thick or thin. You didn't know I was going to ask that one, huh? <laughs> okay. So, now let's get into segment. Let's get into the thick of it.
1: <laughs> okay. Good segue.
0: Yes. Uh, See?
1: What if I would have said thin? Well, like got to get to the skinny of it. Yes. Okay.
0: All right. I bet. There we go. I, I'm, I'm quick
1: with you, it. you good. All yeah. right. All right.
0: Okay. So, when you think of happiness- mm-hmm. What is the first thing, event, dream, or person that comes to your mind? My daughter. Your daughter. And why does this make you think of happiness?
1: Mm. Yeah, you go with the soul. sensitive shit. Because uh, of uh, everything that uh, we've gone through, you know what I mean? just. Uh, it's funny because we're working on uh, some friends of mine. we working on trying to tell the deadbeat dad story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, just to have that, that, that negative connotation. And if you, if you're like me, you're sensitive. Like me, that bothers you.
0: Right? Because I mean? you, know you know you do your best.
1: So uh, you said my my daughter, May ninety eight, day she was born, and not knowing a name for her because she was supposed to be a little boy. And then uh, coming up with Danielle, mm. and it just, uh, you know, kind of fitting her as it does. and
0: Yeah. Okay. Ain't oh, you no know, cameras a, on, m- right? It's a camera right there. Uh, oh, we're recording.
1: And, you know, you make sure you keep it wide. <laughs> <right.
0: laughs> well, you know, whenever you get around me, things are different. So I don't, I'm just, you know. I'm Shout scared. out to Snoop Dogg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 19 Crunch. <laughs> i'm just trying to change the subject i know you are
0: okay you ready for the the next question whatever (laughs) what is the biggest lesson you have learned from your past
1: just stand tall like regardless you know even if you make a mistake just stand by it Mm -hmm. you know um just go through every every uh, motion with intent. I think sometimes you might not have the best intent, but if your intention is for your own, you know, whether it's to push yourself forward or pull somebody with you, I think just having the intent, just just it just just makes the world of difference.
0: Mm, intent, intentional. Okay, that flows. Man. But when you think, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. it's That's... divine alignment. It's yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. But when you think about this and what you just stated, how has this impacted your life? Like, when you think about the biggest lesson that you learned from your past, how does this impact you currently and how you do things currently?
1: Well, like, I just remember just being a real hothead kid, like, in and in in even a, a hotter head, like, uh, a young adult mm-hmm. even what my military experience is just, just charged but non-directional just moving just just revved up all the time mm-hmm. and, uh, I feel like um I've made a lot of uh coming a lot of forks on the road you know I think I might have made a couple of turns that I didn't need to mm-hmm. but again you come to another fork in the road that might realign you back to where you should be mm-hmm. So I think that um just you know early on, I made rash decisions based on a lot of great deal of emotion, Mm -hmm. um, and not being able to, uh, not being in a place to actively express them, or having someone to cultivate how your understanding of what your emotions are, and then you know, and then you know, and then and then just lashing out. And I remember Mom. My grandmother, rest in peace, she, she said at one point in time she couldn't deal with my rage. Mm. I was at a point in time, I didn't even know what rage was. Right. You know, she was like, so, but then I, as I got older and I start, I reflect more on like who I was and what I've gone through and what I've taken people through. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you know, there, there were days where I, I operated through like blind rage and mm-hmm. I did things that, that didn't make sense. And, you know, I'm still, I still have things that I'm still paying for. Today,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, that just that were based off of emotionally based, you know, reasonings and just things that just didn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, I, I don't, you don't have no regrets about it. It's just like, you know, it is part of your story. Right. You know? But at the end of the day, it's like, if you could do it all over again, what would be the pivot? What would be the modification of what you, you know, learn? So.
0: Yeah. but you know what's interesting about that? When we think about, you as a youth or any person as a youth who has that, that's usually the result of something else. And so sometimes we lack emotional regulation because we may have been traumatized or there could have been some experiences that we were exposed to and what it did, is flooded our brain and a part of the brain that helps us to control ourselves. So a lot of those things that you describe are probably things that were not in your control.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like you know, my pops, I grew up. My pops was in the pen pretty much all my life, right. and that was uh, that's one thing. But I feel like I know other people that they pops was in the pen too, and they turned out fine.
0: That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It might have been things biologically,
1: mm-hmm. right? That not, you not, had, not even a, not even a mental. I heard
0: you say right. So the mm-hmm. the way the brain is impacted by experiences, right? And so what I say that to you is that you can release ownership over something you had no control over. It was a biological experience. And so even if you were to do it over, if those same variables were in place, you would still react to the things. same thing. Right. So right now um, you are aware of it and it just takes time to relearn and retrain the brain to respond differently to experiences. Um, so um you being intentional and recognizing it is the first step but it just sounds like you were in a place and probably was exposed to some things that your little brain couldn't handle and so instead of saying I'm hurt I'm angry I'm upset you just acted out in rage because a part of your brain that controlled emotional regulation was flooded with stress hormones oh
1: yeah that's not about me. <laughs> I had a guy come in the shop the other day that had known me like all my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he said, he was like, man, this a shop full of people. He's like, y'all don't know D. Y'all don't know D. I remember because he just saw me on the news when we was there, when we were about the shooting. Right. And he was like, man, I'm sitting up here looking at this. And if, and, if, and if I didn't know better, I would say this, this, that, and other. This guy must have came. He had to go in the house when the street lights was on. And he, everybody, he, he was on the up and up. He said, but no, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, bro.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why you got to come up yeah, in here and tell my business? Like, that? Like, yeah. what happened to no-name names? And yeah. keep it to, yeah. It's a different era, right? Yeah. Right. Because people talk too much now. Okay. Um, I have um, one more question. Yeah. Um, If your body could talk, what would it say?
1: My body, Mm -hmm. as if my body could talk, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: wow, what it would say to me or what it would say to the world?
0: What would it say to the world based on what you've been through, because we're looking Mm -hmm. at self-reflection, right? And the sum of your experiences. And if your body were to say, I'm hurt, I'm happy, I'm healing, what would your body say if it could talk?
1: Thirsty? <laughs> no, um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think I would say more or less the lines of uh, "I'm trying."
0: Mm. That's, I like that. Yeah. I like that, yeah. and it doesn't hurt to try, does it? Yeah, I think, I'm, I think that's what it is. All right. Well, thank you to your body for saying it's trying. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. That ends our that- first. That's our first segment. Oh, should I about to say we done? Oh, we haven't got to the deep stuff yet. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was the deep start. Yes. All right. All right. Next segment coming up. This episode of the Intentional Healing Podcast is sponsored by Dragonfly Designs. Get arted by Dragonfly Designs as they take you from amateur to professional artists with their guided instruction. Host an in-home or virtual paint party with your family and friends. Book your party today by visiting www.dragonflydesigns.com That's z.com Alright, Donald, 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 Donald. Ow! Okay, so, that was my freestyle. I was like, <laughs> where are we going with this?
1: <laughs> my hair started to bob away. I thought you vibing too. it, like, like, what's going to
0: come back? (laughs) So now we're going into healing session two when we look at reclaiming our power. So right now we're just looking at self-reflection, reflection reflection of self, how we see ourselves, things that we've been through, and things of that nature. So as we roll into the second segment, is there something you want to change about yourself? And how will your life be different if you change this? Mm.
1: I mean, there's a lot of things I would like to change. It's mm-hmm. Just, just prioritizing which ones make the biggest impact daily. You know what I mean? Hell, I want to change my financial status. Mm-hmm. I want. I mean, but that's not as 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 serious to me as be changing my. Uh, daily interaction with people, Mm -hmm. you know, my managerial skills, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, my business building skills like that. So I guess, I mean, I have a a laundry list of what I would like to change, but I guess the trick is finding which one holds the most weight and then hopefully they will, you know, they kind of like link to the next one and then make it easier for you to, like Mike Tyson said something last night, I mean, you know, in in a fight and he was saying how he loves to be down, mm. like he like he likes to be down, so he can build himself back up. Okay. He said this that to to uh, the trick is to be able to do it and then to continue to be able to do it. I'm like that's kind of a like you know a, almost a scary, but it's a warrior. It's a warrior, warrior mentality mentality. You know, and I and I I understand that and I understand what he means by that. So it's kind of like for me, I I have a lot of things that I would like to uh, maybe not change but evolve and. Um, you know that they that come from different times and spaces, and what different scenarios. What I'm dealing with at the time. I mean, I could be having a conversation. I find myself like with the kids in the shop now. I'm 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 a lot more. I always been cool, mm-hmm. but I'm a lot more. Um, I think the word would be I'm. I'm trying to speak more positivity into them, regardless mm-hmm. of how like whatever type of mood they're in or whatever. I'm just right. so I, I I find like that's like something that I've changed where I don't allow, you know, for myself to get frustrated by, you know, the crying or the, you know, just the different or the parents, The kids don't frustrate me more than the parents do. You know what I mean? And yeah, um I could their see inner, and their inability to, you know, effectively, you know, correct the situation. Yeah. But uh so I mean to answer your question, I just I think there's a, a myriad of things that I would like to, you know, work on, but hopefully those all like they work in tandem, that they could go ahead and they could, you know, one ability to be like a snowball effect. One could build on another and so on and so on and so on. I hope.
0: Yeah, because a few of the things you mentioned were external. So uh, what about internal? So when I ask, is there something you want to change about yourself or evolve about yourself? I'm looking more for internal things with you as an individual. So you did a great job with describing the way you've shifted your, uh, your interactions with the youth. Right. And so when I say uh, when I asked, what do you want to change? We're going to say evolve. I love the way you said the word evolve because we're all evolving as we continue to grow. Right. So when you look at yourself on an individual self-reflective type of vibe, if you can change something internally or evolve internally, that can ripple effect to all those other things like better finances, better managerial skills. What will be one Thing that you really want to evolve within yourself in order to make all those things happen?
1: Patience. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, patience. Just in general.
0: You, how will your life be different if you um, were able to have more patience?
1: I think when you, the the contrast to not, to being, being impatient creates impulsive reasoning mm. I believe and um so when you're patient you're able I believe to deduct things a little bit more clearly than mm. a rush sense of sense. and I think that um like you spoke on earlier it's like it's trauma-based mm-hmm. and so if you've been used to you know reacting you know I think that's what you'll do until you choose not to anymore
0: yeah, yeah. I like that Go ahead. Patient. Look keep you dropping nuggets. I got a All few. right, we got that. Got a Go few. ahead. <laughs> it's the wine. It's the wine. <laughs> it's that Cali Red. Okay. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Okay. <laughs> so, shout out to Snoop for the Cali Red. Yep. What do you want your legacy to be? Mm-hmm. Strong. Mm-hmm.
1: That's I'm going to leave it at that. Cause I mean that's that's a loaded question, like I, I mean for me it is. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be a strong legacy, just you know something that uh I help somebody, you okay. know, strong. Like you know, somebody told me years ago, like um, the most important thing on your tombstone is the dash between the day you was born and the day you die.
0: Right.
1: You know, it's the smallest thing, but it's like the most important thing. So. Right. I think I, I want my legacy. I mean, hell, you you you've helped me. You know, I'm TED Talk speaker. I mean, wrote a couple of books. I mean, that's kind of a decent legacy for a kid from Compton. You know, that grew up gang banging, selling dope, and you know, tripping, being disobedient to my mom and my grandma. You right. know, that's that's kind of a cool little legacy. But I still feel like there's a lot more to go. Hell, I want to run for mayor. Run mm. for mayor for Compton. That oh,
0: part. that would be an interesting. I would love to see your campaign. Compton so for good. change.
1: We already got it. <laughs> We already got it. (laughs) Counting for change. (laughs) That part right there. No slack for nobody. I'm just saying. Get down with
0: DC. We already
1: already been talking about this. Okay. Just trying to raise the bread. You
0: know what I mean? So you know what? That's good. So running for mayor, right? Have you ever thought about running for like a council person? Yeah, they
1: told me I need to do that first before I just jump off and bite the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Once I get the business kind of like on an autopilot, if that at all possible. And I could, because, I I mean, the truth of the matter, I know it sounds kind of like, you know, um, like really hopeful but i would like to be in a situation if that was my reality that i wouldn't take the city's money like i would i wouldn't i wouldn't want to take a salary right i would want to just take that and allocate those funds to do different things that the city might need because mm-hmm. i'm already balling you know what i mean that's right. what that's that's why i would that's how i would take it not to say anybody what however they've done it in the past is incorrect i just think just me being from here and me being like you know just knowing some of the Background on what, how politics have done have have happened out here. It's just like I think that would be, I think that would be um, something that the community need to see. Mm-hmm. And you know, and 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 I think that the, I mean that would that would be impact. I think that could that could that ripple could be heard across the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that would you know be one of the steps To just you know sharing a positive life on light on what you know we can do here.
0: Okay, so, yeah. so that lofty
1: would... dream, but you know I'm working. Why do you do that? Do what?
0: Whenever you say something good, then you minimize it in the next statement. I don't
1: know. I don't mean to.
0: Because <laughs> you was like, I want to do this. Then you say, well, hopefully. Yeah, um, you know, right. I want to do this, but not That's kind of like I
1: remember, we, what did you tell me? You told me, I think at one time, you said, stop
0: apologizing.
1: <laughs> and I had to really stop. And you're like, damn, I really do like apologize a lot. Right. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Can you stop minimizing, too? I'll do my best. Okay, thank you. Okay. I want you to receive whatever you say. Okay. So if you're going to have your shop on autopilot. It's going to be on autopilot, right? Yeah. If you are going to run for city council person, then mayor, then that's going to happen and what you want is going to happen because now your business is on autopilot. So now you can focus on that. So we are going to say that and let it be it.
1: Namaste, amen. Uh, all that West side, East side, yeah, yeah, all of that that part
0: gang gang that okay
1: <laughs> on hood I
0: don't know cause you find the west side okay so uh,
1: <laughs> get me over here
0: I'm on straight east side over yeah, here uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. so what do you need to forgive yourself for wow
1: that's deep doubting myself probably yeah
0: if y'all could see me over here saying tabernacle, church, church, everything you set your mind out to do, you've done. Yeah, I mean, you own a business, right? You are networking with some wonderful people, right? I mean, you you um did a TEDx, you are a speaker, you wrote books, you are rebuilding relationships with people. Everything you set your mind out to do, you've done. So yes, I'm so happy that you said you need to forgive yourself for doubting yourself. Because you are like the poster person for actualizing your life. Because you keep doing it. that was heavy, girl. Shit, who was she talking about? Uh, It's true, it's true.
1: Thank you, Veronica. No, you know what? You've you've uh you've helped me a lot though, for real. And that's not I mean you we've had some real candid conversations. You uh you know you sat me down, and, you know read, recommended real good books to me and yelled at me, scolded me. But uh no, I I have to you know especially in this year I have to you know give a huge thanks to you and what you brought to my life too, so. I appreciate you.
0: Well, thank you for receiving it because there's a couple of times you looked at me like, I don't know who she talking to. That's uh- right.
1: <laughs> I still look at you like that sometimes. However, I trust you. Uh, I know what you're telling me is right.
0: Uh, and I'm just happy you receive it because guess what? Dino- Donald is dynamic, but Donald will give you a hard time and I don't mind people... Giving me a hard time because that means oh, I just need me? to step outside my box and do better.
1: Uh- <laughs> um, I'm cooling in the underside of the pillow.
0: Ah, that pillow be hot. Okay. <laughs> what or who inspires you?
1: <laughs> what or who inspires me? Um, damn. Honestly, as crazy as simple as it might sound, life inspires me because I figure like if you got a, if you hear, mm-hmm. you got an obligation to do more and who would inspire me I probably would've been mama cuz. Yeah. You know, Uh, yeah, she held it down.
0: She was always there for you, still there with you. Right. Okay. And when you think about your life and how the trajectory of it continues to shift a certain way, right? Um, How do you see yourself in the future, like like a year from now, let's say you and I, sitting down having coffee, right? And we're talking about, oh, this has been a crazy year. Who would have thought that you'd be here right now? What would we be talking about? Where would you be?
1: Mm. I don't know. Um, Where would I be internally? So I mean I, that's like a, that's like a question I have to answer with like a story. So when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I always I was a class clown. Okay, but I didn't want to be a class clown. It was just kind of like my defense mechanism because I thought I was a funny looking kid. I was short, and uh, you know, so I I, I like to make people laugh. But then that turned into me like now getting to the rage, and then that you know so. But I always wanted to be like the quiet guy. Oh. I always wanted to be like the guy didn't say a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to be the guy that listened more and talked less. And uh, that's what I see myself as just becoming like somebody that just, you know, when I say something, it's like, you know, you got to take him for what he's saying because mm. he don't say a whole lot.
0: Right, right.
1: You know? Um, So I would like to be at that place where I'm a lot more, in, not introverted to the point where I'm not accessible. Right. But where I'm more concerned with my own dialogue, my own internal dialogue, and how I translate that to other people. Okay. That's what I would say on the, you know, my internal, like, uh, you know, like in life and just, you know, my existence with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would like to shop to be extremely successful, of course. Mm -hmm. I would like to be continued to advocate for, you know, positivity in the city. Right. Um, I mean, I would like to be, um, I don't know, I, like, I would like my, like you said, my strong connections to continue to you know, manifest. And, you know, and, and you know, and, I mean, it's funny, because people, sometimes I tell stories and they're they like, I was telling a guy, I was like, yeah, I was having a conversation with 50 Cent. He was like, what, what? what? <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. 50 told me you can't pray and worry at the same time. He was right. like, wait, 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 who, who, you said, said? And so it's kind of like, it's funny, because when those conversations become like, just like my regular day conversation. Right. It's like that's when I feel like, you know, because I used to I used to get real worked up when I got into those rooms with those people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I had a conversation one year um, backstage at the Grammys with one of these guys, and he was like, um, he, was, he was a artist management or something like that. And I was kind of he could see it. I was kind of like shell shocked, like what the fuck. Is going on? <laughs> and he was like, he literally said, "Yo, man, if you're here, you're supposed to be here."
0: Exactly.
1: And I try to keep that mantra daily. You know, even when I wake up and it's, I get to the shop and it's kind of like, oh, I don't know. This I mean, I might have three appointments on the book. And, right. Um, you know, bills are still coming in. And, mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, you you here. You got action. You're up. Make it happen. So right. Next year. I like to be doing what I'm doing now, just even better. Mhm. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, I can see it happening. I know it's going to happen, but I just want you, when we when we set a goal, we have to speak it into the universe. And before we speak it, we have to see it. So what I actually is trying to get you to do is visualize for yourself what it's going to look like so that way you can speak it. Because what you did, you kind of did this, like you was thinking about it, and then you said it. So this is how we actualize and manifest So by seeing it, you are able to speak it. And by speaking it, you take ownership over it, which means you can move forth in it, which means this time next year, you're going to find yourself more emotionally grounded as you navigate those circles, as you navigate your business thriving. So you've already spoken it, so now it shall be done, right? And that's the process of claiming and owning things. So I did that on purpose to get you to actually visualize speak it and so that way now it's been put forth and so when we are having this conversation next year I'm like, remember that time on the podcast and i was like yo donald what you gonna you like yeah me and so and we'll be celebrating some milestone that you've accomplished so Agreed. yeah so this is why cheers I, to that yeah salute Salud. with my beet juice bam um so now you left
1: me here with this whole bottle of wine
0: let me tell y'all something i don't drink not by choice I miss getting a little bit tipsy, but... uh,
1: This is something I didn't know, so I bought a bottle of 19 (laughs) Crimes Red, Cali Cali Red, to the party. Yeah. And it's... uh, it's about one in the afternoon. Hey,
0: they drink it Italy all the time. And so I, you yeah. know, and I'm a
1: lightweight. If you don't know, I'm a lightweight. So this right here, I'm <laughs> done for the day.
0: But <laughs> well, thank God you have somebody to take you, uh, take you where you need to be. But yes, I don't drink because I have an autoimmune disorder, and mm-hmm. alcohol causes inflammation. Got you. Got so you. yes. So I'm, I'm an a-
1: insensitive bastard that brought liquor to the party.
0: No, you just was somebody who didn't know better. <laughs> thank,
1: you. thank you for the person that was over there shaking their head. Yes. <laughs>
0: So now you know, and it won't happen again. It won't
1: happen again. Right. I'm bringing alkaline
0: water to yeah. all of events. See, like, <sighs> alkaline. You know, I love my alkaline stuff. So um, with my chlorophyll in it. Okay, so how do you tap into your power? So let's say after you sat it, you self-reflected, and you thought about stuff. How do you tap into your power so that way you can move forward?
1: Getting up and doing it.
0: Mm. Action-oriented.
1: You just got to get up and do it.
0: Good. Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: I mean, if it comes, I mean, you know, the 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 proprietors of this beautiful space could, uh, you know, they could say it as well. They know it's like it, it, if it comes down to painting a wall yourself or pulling up the floor yourself or or or, or, or nailing a nail in the wall, you know, it, it, that's that's one step closer than you having to worry about somebody else doing it for
0: you. Right. So being action oriented is like, okay, I can't wait. Let me just tap it to myself, figure out how I'm going to get it done, so I can move forward.
1: Yeah, because if you if you think about it like that, you you could even put yourself in a better position to you know to disseminate. The responsibilities
0: okay but if
1: you if you don't get up and do something mm-hmm. you know you're gonna still wake up i mean that that's that's me preaching to the choir because i'm horrible like that with bills if you come to my house you'll see like a stack of bills like <laughs> donald you had so one of my own boys told me a couple weeks ago he had me cracking up because i'm trying to take this philosophy he was like cuz if he was in that place you be busting down every piece of mail that come in the house. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, so I've never been to prison, uh-huh. but I've been, you know, I've I've done some other stuff. But my military experience, right. mail call was an important thing. Uh-huh. And it was no way in the world nobody was not going you, you to get a mail, you're not going to open it up. So, right. yeah. So, I just. So, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Bills. Yeah,
0: you got to approach that. And I've yeah. been to jail and getting mail is very important.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I you get it. You need to know. Yeah.
0: But paying bills is also important.
1: That part there.
0: Yes. Yeah. I remember
1: I, I got into a big fight with one of my cousins because she didn't write me when I was overseas. Like, what are you talking about? So so my imagine, people, goes on.
0: imagine people on lockdown. No, I get it. I get it. Like yeah. I said, I ain't
1: never been in prison, but I definitely got me a county kite.
0: <laughs> when, when you think about that as well, um, being action oriented and um, paying bills, right? Um, anything that has to do with money, we have to think of it from an abundant mindset. True. So, just say, "I'm just so happy and grateful that I have money to pay this bill, True. even if it's a portion. You're right. And what it does is switches the your brain to say, "Oh, I can pay this bill, right? And then you pay it as opposed to bills just piling up, mm. and then you start to get stressed. And I don't know if I said it during this podcast or the last one, but stress is fear, and the fear is that you fear that you can't do it. So that's where stress comes from. It comes from your fear of. So are you afraid of spending money on something? Are you afraid of this? So we always have to shift our I'm mindset. Afraid that you can't get it back. Right. Mm-hmm. But you always get it back right, cuz you right. operate from an abundant mindset. Right. So you always gonna have money coming in mm-hmm. and you'll always have abundance. So you have to pay those things in order to attract more. Right. So, we got a money positive money mindset. You never know where it's going to come from. And you be like, well, dang, there yeah. it go. Yeah. Hey. That's
1: a fact. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Somebody drop a bunch of ones off at you. You like, I don't know what I did to get it, but thank you. Okay. Uh- I'm
1: not dropping the it like is hot. That's the one <laughs> thing you can <guys> say. <laughs> and I'm doing that.
0: <laughs> so, Donna, we're getting ready to wrap up. All right. you bet. This sound like one of our conversations just off-camera, period, huh? Pretty much.
1: No, no, nah, because nah, it get deep.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I used to use some cuss words. So yeah, I'm saying get, I did good. I did today. all the
1: cursing today.
0: <laughs> it's good. You was being your authentic self. But usually I have to give Donald the look and the talk. Okay, uh <laughs> Okay, Donald, are there any final thoughts that you want to leave our listeners with?
1: Yo, just be good to yourself and be good to the people around you. That's good to you.
0: Mm. And that's coming from the Compton Anchor. All right. Oh, let me tell people why we call him the Compton Anchor. Yeah, why do you call me the Compton Anchor? Dion started calling you that. I know, but why? Like, like, he said because you, you you solidified everything during the TEDx. Like your energy, your personality, plus your military experience, right? And so he always said you were the anchor that grounded everything.
1: That's dope. I appreciate that. Dion's a great guy.
0: Oh, he's an amazing man. And when we would have our rehearsals, our rehearsals are like just like a family reunion. Yep. It was just so much love in the room.
1: Yeah, he came out the other day uh, when uh, you guys were doing the talk. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Stop him for a second. He was he was rattled though, because you could tell he was busy. You know, I know that day. I remember that day. I remember that day. He was on. He was like, I'm
0: looking,
1: I'm looking for somebody. You know? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was like, yeah.
0: I probably, we'll probably asked him to go look for somebody. Cause let me tell you, when we are in motion, we are in motion. Yeah. And um, but right now you solid- you you are the Compton anchor. So uh Thank we you. appreciate you. Appreciate um, y'all. Uh oh, we try our best, honey. Where can our listeners find you?
1: Oh, I'm at 312 West Compton Boulevard. Mm-hmm. That's Barbarism shop. Um, on Instagram, I am, I am Barbarism. Twitter, bar at Barbarism, Facebook is Donald DC the Barber, kindly. Um Yeah, I'm pretty accessible.
0: Yes, he is. Come and get your haircut. Look, my sons are loving their haircuts because I ain't never seen them take care of their hair like that. Donald was just dropping knowledge, and they like, uh, I was like, okay, I ain't got to do nothing, but bring them back. So thank you for dropping that hair knowledge on my my, my young kings. Too. Thank you for bringing them. Yeah, yeah, they'll be back, too, because they need some lineups. Okay. <laughs>
1: <You> got them.
0: <laughs> thank you, Donald.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thanks for sharing space with us today. Remember your words have power. Use them to heal, not to harm. Take time to reflect, to connect with yourself. As always, be intentional with your healing, my loves. Until next time, bye.